and then the pigeon flew away with my last five dollars. That's a statement no human being should have to yell at the sky in the middle of a park. And yet, here I was. Dead broke and evicted from my apartment based on a mysterious infestation of water bugs that crept only into my apartment. For the third time. Despite insisting to my landlord I couldn't possibly have done anything to invite the strange bugs into my apartment, he didn't believe me. And after a near constant run of strange occurrences involving only my apartment, his tolerance for my bad luck ran thin. After my checking account had a mysterious hold placed on it by the FBI, I was down to my last $5 bill. The bank teller wasn't at liberty to disclose information for an ongoing investigation, and I didn't question her any further. This kind of bad luck was the tagline of my life. With that last $5, I found a hot dog vendor where I could buy dinner and still have $3 left over. Spin the umbrella on the hot dog cart. Spin it before you order. The voice in my head was loud, drowning out everything else in the background. From what I saw in the movies, I thought the voices in someone's head were supposed to tell them to murder or commit other heinous crimes. But mine had just told me to do stupid things in public. Run to the next car on the subway, knock on a random door, sing the Canadian national anthem. I didn't know the Canadian anthem, but strangely the voices were ready to supply me with the words. While the voices of my devolving psyche distracted me, a pigeon, a little feathered rat, came out of nowhere and pulled the crumpled $5 bill right from my fist. What the pigeon wanted with the $5 bill was anyone's guess, but there it was. And there went my dinner. The hot dog vendor, who saw the entire scene unfold, had no affinity for the unusual or the pitifully ironic. So that's how I ended up hungry, walking through the park, shaking my fist at the sky and muttering about pigeons and $5 bills. Steal the hobo's jacket, the voices told me. Well, I already looked like a crazy person muttering through the park with nowhere to go. I might as well make my decent into crazy town complete and go along with the voices in my head. They couldn't lead me any further astray than I had already fallen. I had to look around to even find the damned hobo the voices were talking about. Hobo doesn't seem like the proper societally correct term for a disheveled man on a bench in the park. Excuse me? The hobo asked. Can I steal your jacket there? The hobo looked around him and noticed the dark ripped jacket on the far end of the bench. That one? I nodded, and he shrugged. Not mine. It was here when I got here. If it's yours, go ahead and take it. I held up the filthy piece of well-worn fabric. There, I said to the open park, I have the jacket. Are you happy? Will you leave me alone now? Did voices tell you to get that jacket? The old hobo asked from behind me. Yep, I answered, not bothering to turn around. You'd do best to listen to them. I was in a rough spot before I did. With no idea better idea of what to do with the jacket, I put it on. Thanks for the advice, friend. Have a good evening. I strode away, back in the direction I'd come, for lack of a better path. Feeling strangely confident in my new jacket, I shoved my hands into the pockets and felt something already there. A few crumpled dollars, enough to buy a hot dog and a soda. Take off the jacket, the voices said in unison. Steal the jacket, take it off. You certainly are demanding once I start listening. 
What's your sudden obsession with fashion? The voices were silent again, but there wasn't any harm in following their directive this time. I took off the jacket and approached the same vendor to get my hot dog and soda. Where did you find that? The hot dog vendor suddenly exclaimed, pointing at the new-to-me jacket. It was next to a hobo, I answered, holding it out for further admiration. I've been looking for that everywhere. The vendor exclaimed. My grandfather brought that back from the war and I like to wear it sometimes when I'm thinking about him. I don't know how I lost it, but I've been going out of my mind looking for it. It was next to a hobo, I answered again, unsure of how else to approach the situation, holding the jacket towards him with one hand and the three crumpled bills in the other. I have enough for the hot dog and soda now. The man took the jacket and held it close to his chest, waving off the bills in the other hand. No, don't worry about the money. Whenever you're in this part of the park, stop by and the hot dogs are on me. He pushed a hot dog and soda towards me, eyes shining as he continued smiling at me. Thanks. I shoved the few dollars into my pocket and took my hot dog and soda. I was officially one soda richer than I had been before the pigeon attack. Your old friend from high school just moved here and is sitting, lonely, in a bar three blocks away. Well, then, voices, let's see if he has a couch to crash on. This may be the most pitiful origin story for a superhero, but if there's a beer waiting at the bar, I'm willing to go along with it.